Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. How's your marketing game? Do you bring your A game every time? Are you maybe like a C minus and you have a hard time with consistency? Or do you just block it out and think that you're busy enough already as it is? And who has the time to post on social media and send all the emails and find new customers? And so you'd rather just ignore it like it's not important. I'm here to tell you today in this podcast episode that we need you to level up your marketing game in 2023 so that you stay relevant and that you are around for many more years to come because pet parents need you. But what we see is a lot of pet businesses and pet professionals who are going to be left in the dust by the younger generation of petpreneurs coming up in the ranks who really understand marketing. So I'm glad you're here to listen to this episode because I want you to think hard about what I have to share and how this will impact your pet business. Welcome to the Boss Your Business podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candace Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. So it's not just the younger petpreneurs, the young pet bosses coming up in the ranks who are all over TikTok and making reels and engaging with their customers and building fan bases and 
becoming influencers in their own right, working with brands. It's not just those young pepreneurs who are doing this, <laughs> but some of us older pepreneurs and pet bosses are doing this as well because we have stepped out of the fear of being on camera and learning the newer platforms. But I want to really talk not just about those business owners. I'm actually here to talk about the pet ownership segments now and the generations in pet ownership. APPA, American Pet Products Association, released a study in 2022 that showed that millennials who are currently 26 years old to about 41, they make up 32% of the pet ownership population. So they are surpassing all the other generations. Baby boomers do fall in the second category, I think at 27%. And Gen Z, who are 11 to 26, they are making up 14% of pet ownership. So if we take the younger generation of the millennials and the Gen Zs, they make up 46% of pet ownership. And what's also really interesting is that millennials and Gen Z are more likely to find all their new products and the services that they want to use for their pets through the internet or social media. And YouTube was actually cited as Gen Z's top source for finding information, while millennials do rely on the social media channels. And baby boomers are, you know, just coming to a company or going to retail websites. I thought this would be an important podcast episode because I still come across so many pet websites, pet business websites, you know, when people request to join our free Facebook group or who follow us on social media and engage with us and we go check out their profiles or even when people decide to join us in the Pet Boss Club, you know, we we look at websites a lot and we look at social media presences of lots of lots of pet businesses across the country. And so many are missing the mark. You know, they're not posting regularly or they're not sharing the right engaging content or their websites aren't mobile friendly or I can't find basic information that I need to know about what they even do on their websites. So I I know this is a huge challenge right now because a lot of people get into it because they're passionate about pets and they maybe don't have the background, the marketing background, or are afraid of the technology and they just haven't had a chance to really embrace it yet. It can also be hard to be consistent, but it's going to be critical to your future success. I moved to a town that used to have a thriving downtown charming shopping district back in the, you know, I think it was in the 80s and and in the 90s. And our town does have an older population. I met with the business owners of this district recently to have a conversation about how we can regain customers back because it's definitely not as thriving or hustle and bustle with the shops and the consumers as it was back in the 80s and 90s for lots of different reasons. But we had a meeting recently to just strategize and think about what the new vision is going to be and what the businesses there need to do to attract customers back. And I did a survey with them. And what was interesting is that multiple businesses had said that their core customers, their really good customers, had passed away just because of age. And, you know, if we think about businesses being around for generations or for a long time, or if you're only marketing to baby boomers or even to Gen X at some point, they may pass away or they may stop getting pets. 
but you might be in a position where you want your business to continue for many, many years to come, or maybe pass it down to your children or to sell it someday. And so we have to think about how we are going to shift our marketing to attract the millennials and to attract Gen Z because their pet ownership population segment is only going to continue to grow. Many of them may not even have children, so they have more money to spend on their pets. So I'm going to cover five things that I want you to really, really think about for your marketing in 2023, because I want you to embrace it. I want you to press some of those buttons on these social media channels. I want you to practice your marketing. And I want you to realize that there is literally nothing to be afraid of to put yourself out there and attract more customers. So first on my list is making a marketing plan. Do you have a formal plan in place? That roadmap, something documented that will help you know exactly what you're going to do for all of the year ahead, whether that's 2023 or whenever you're listening to this podcast. If making an entire yearly plan is overwhelming to you, then let's just look at the next three months, okay? This marketing plan will help you have a mix of organic social media, email marketing, some referral and relationship programs, and some paid advertising, okay? It needs to hit all of those buckets because you can't just rely on social media alone. And, you know, do I believe that you can have a business that's not on social media? Yes, you could. But how long will that last? And if you're not using social media at all, you better have some great visibility in your town and you must be communicating with your customers consistently, whether that's through email or a texting program or I don't know, even if you're still mailing things out. But again, like how long is that going to last? That's why we need a mix of time and effort and money spent in each of these categories. Organic social, meaning, you know, you're using the applications and assets that the platforms give you. Email marketing is sending an email newsletter out to a list that you have built. Referral and relationship marketing can be literally word of mouth or developing brand ambassadors or a loyalty program or referral relationships with other organizations and groups in your community. And then paid advertising is exactly that. Facebook ads, Google AdWords, billboards, direct mail. Not saying you have to do all of those things, but you need to have something in each of those categories. Decide when you're going to communicate through each of these channels. And I want you to make a budget. That's right. You need to spend money to make money. (laughs) I know I'm not the first person to tell you that, but you do need to spend money to make money. And so I want you to think about your gross sales. That's all the sales that come into your business on either an annual basis, or if you want to think quarterly or even monthly. And you really should be taking 4% of that to 10%. I know some businesses that go all the way up to 10% of your gross sales and spend that on marketing. The more you spend on the higher end of the 10%, the more traffic you'll bring to your business. So in the beginning, you might spend more to build that customer base. But if you're a pet business already, like a groomer who maybe is already maxed out with all of your appointment times and all your tables are turning and during all the hours that you're open, then you maybe don't need to spend as much. You could go to 4% or maybe even less than 4% because you've already found the customers. So this isn't 
a hard line for all of you listening, but I want you to think about how much money would that be if you were to actually spend 10% of your gross sales or just for a little while. You don't even have to do it all the time, but let's say you did that for three months or even six months. How much money would that be? And if that number scares you, (laughs) why is it scaring you? Is it because you're worried that maybe what you decide to do isn't going to work or what? Because it's really wild. I mean, even at Pet Boss Nation, you know, in the beginning, I didn't spend very much on paid advertising. I spent a lot, though, on like team and helping me make some things. And then we just still weren't getting all the things in front of the ideal customer. I spent a lot of money on trade shows, which was great because we did meet a lot of people that way. But we've cut back there and and now we're actually spending a lot of money on Facebook ads. <laughs> and it's wild to think that I think even my thought about spending $100 a day was a lot. And that seems like a lot probably to you. But we spend a lot more than that now. And I would never have thought that we would ever spend more than that. But it's working. It's working. And actually, it's crazy. I'll tell you a little secret. Somebody told me in the digital marketing space which is totally different than brick and mortar businesses, but that you should spend anywhere from 20 to 30% of your gross sales on marketing. Ouch. I'm not sure I'm quite ready to go there. But the point of this is that I want you to think about what your budget would be for your marketing in your pet business. So even if you're spending 1% of your gross sales, so if you're a grooming salon that does $30,000 a month in sales, are you spending at least $300? on marketing? You know, I bet you are. You're probably thinking, I gotta, I pay for my email marketing thing. Maybe I pay for a text messaging service. But I would rather you put, if you're only going to do 1%, let's see, let's put some, some of that into some advertising. But I think you can do more than $300 a month in advertising, right? Maybe you could spend $500 a month, 600. What if you spend $1,000 a month on advertising in the right places that actually drive you traffic to find these younger customers, millennials and Gen Z. All right. I went off there on a little bit of a tangent on the budget and how much you're going to spend there. But the point is here is that I want you to make a marketing plan that includes organic social, email marketing, referral and relationship marketing, and paid advertising. I want you to determine when you're going to communicate to those channels and how much you're going to spend. This is important because it helps you get ahead. It gives you the plan to follow, and then it allows you to start to track some results. So there's no more guessing, and it gives you complete confidence on what to do. Pick your first two or three primary communication streams. Is it going to be email? Are you going to do Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok? If you are going to do paid advertising, is it going to be Facebook ads, or are you going to invest in SEO? Or maybe right now you're investing in a new website, whatever it is. What is your, what are your two to three primary communication streams going to be? And I want you to commit to these platforms. I want you to learn all about them. I want you to be consistent with them. I don't want you to add anything else until you feel like you or someone on your team has become a master at those marketing buckets. In the Pet Boss Club, we offer tons of support through monthly planners and templates that you can use. They help you stay organized and help hold you accountable. And they're filled with ideas that actually work. Our Pet Boss Club members are in an exclusive Facebook group where they're constantly sharing ideas with each other on what's working right now for them and their business. 
And our Pet Boss Club members have instant access to many courses on email marketing, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, loyalty programs, different promotions to run, and so much more. I mentioned this because in the month of January 2023, our Pet Boss Club membership is open. I don't want you to miss out on all the benefits and perks that come with having a membership to the Pet Boss Club. Because you don't have to do this alone, guys. That's why I built this company. We're here to support you and make this all easier. The second thing that will be a major, major priority for you in 2023, if you haven't already made this a priority, is taking photos, taking photos of you and your team and your clients and your business and your products and your services and good photos. And it's easy. It's easy, easy, easy to take good photos because we all have smartphones now. Whether you have an Android or an iPhone, I mean, really, you do not need a professional setup. And between all the apps that exist to help fix your photos now, there is literally zero reason that you cannot visually represent your company on the internet, okay? And even if you had to hire a professional photographer, they're... 100% worth it because those photos can be used in so many places. All right. You see 93% of consumers, that's almost all of them guys, (laughs) consider visual appearance to be the most important factor when making a decision to do a purchase. And I also feel like this is just critical because millennials and Gen Z's take amazing photos. They know how easy it is. So when they're coming across your social media channel, and it's filled with colorful graphics and comic strips and <laughs> I don't know, some of the more dated strategies in social media. And it's there's not a single photo of the team. There's not a single photo of the products that you sell. There's literally like not a single photo there. That's a problem because they know how easy it is to capture the visual assets of anything. And then they'll make a decision on whether they're going to come to your business or not. I actually had a gentleman that I know that's in that shopping district I was telling you about in my neighborhood. And he works at a restaurant. And he's like, when I'm traveling and I'm looking for a place to eat, if I search on my phone, you know, good food near me and restaurants pop up that have no photos on their Google My Business page, or they have no photos of their food on their social media, I won't go. I'll find the place that has the best photos. Pet parents are the same way. So my tips to you on taking photos. (laughs) And again, we have resources galore inside our Pet Boss Club membership. We have an entire mini training course on photography and videos. But one of the best things to do is to consider your lighting source, right? Your lighting needs to come from in front of you, not from behind you. If you're in a dark store or a dark workspace, you'll need to get some additional lighting just for this purpose. But also lighting just helps anyway, customers also when they're in your business too. It's great to have great lighting, but you want the lighting coming at the front, from the front. You can also lighten your photos inside the apps. Think of different buckets that you could come up with photos in. And when I say buckets, I mean topics, right? So maybe one is your team, you and your team. The other bucket are those products that you sell. And the third bucket can be your customers. The fourth bucket could be things of interest that you know your customers are into or that you are into. So come up with these themes that you could take your photos in and just stick to that theme. Come up with a consistent style for yourself, right? We see a lot of retailers that will hold up a product in front of a patterned wallpaper wall. And that's what they do every time when they want to feature a product. Or if they're going to take pictures of the dogs they've just groomed, 
you know, you you have a whole little backdrop that you always put them in front of to showcase their after photos. Or maybe you love to take pictures of dogs that are in the bathtub. Like come up with a a style for yourself to just make it easy, right? That way you're not wondering like, where am I going to go take this photo? Or gosh, I've got to find the right lighting now. And and it feels overwhelming. And then all of a sudden now it take, it's taking too long and, and you just don't even want to take the picture anymore. And then you stop doing it altogether. We don't want that. We want you to be consistent and make this easy. So you're going to pick your buckets, you pick your themes, and then pick a style for each of those themes and just stick with it so that you can learn to become consistent. Now, photos are certainly important, but third on my list is video. That's right. Incorporating short form video. Short form video can be 15 seconds. Okay. Long form video at this point is, is about four minutes or more. So gone are the days of feeling like you have to produce these 45 minute, 60 minute long educational series. I mean, you certainly can if you want to, but that is not going, most people are not going to watch that stuff. So all you need to produce as a pet business are short form videos. Want to create a YouTube channel? Go for it. We just did. We just launched our YouTube channel. You can find us at Pet Boss Nation on YouTube. And uh, we have videos that range from three minutes long up to maybe, I think our longest one might be 17 minutes right now in the revamp of our channel. And it's because, you know, people want easy to consume bite-sized information. We're using it as an educational tool. And actually YouTube videos pop up with SEO because that's when people are searching on Google or other search engines, the YouTube video will show up which then it's free educational content and you can create educational content too about things that your pet parents and the client, your clients will care about. They'll find you through that YouTube video. They'll get to know, like, and trust you by watching your videos, which then maybe there's an opportunity for them in the description of that video to go visit your website or to get some freebie um, that they would have to opt into. So that's one way that you can almost use video on a whole nother social platform that Gen Z has already said they're using and has actually been around a long time, (laughs) right? YouTube is not new, but maybe you haven't embraced it yet. But that's one avenue of using video. The other one are the short form vertical videos. When you think about short form vertical video, you often think about using it on TikTok or on Instagram, like in the reels, but you can also use short form vertical video on Pinterest and on YouTube and lots of other places. I mean, people are so addicted to their mobile devices, right? (laughs) I know I'm guilty of this too. I'll pull up my phone and, and even if you're on Facebook, I mean, they really want you to watch the reels and watch the short form videos. They just put them right at the top and then you click on one and you just end up watching multiple. And the more you watch and engage and like on different ones and that person or that account is going to start to show up more often. And so this is a frequency game, right? So if you are creating 15 second to 60 second short form videos and putting them on your platforms on a consistent basis, they'll be available for people to watch. And again, that just builds the no like and trust factor of why they should do business with you. I'll share a tip with you on how to make this a little less overwhelming because I think we're going to try this soon. And that's to come up with 60 questions. And I want you to press record on your phone. Well, I want you, actually, I want you first to get a tripod and I want you to put your phone in the tripod. I want you to get in front of some good lighting, stand in front of a window, have your 60 questions ready or have someone there to ask you the 60 questions. And I want you to answer the question in about 60 seconds or less. Okay. So come up with a list 
of 60 things that you could talk about that are the most common questions that you get from your customers. And if 60 seems overwhelming, start with something small like 30, then you can easily come up with 30. But we come up with this list of these questions. We're going to put your phone in a tripod. We stand in front of a window with some great lighting. Someone's asking you these questions and you hit record and you just let the record stay on the whole time. And somebody basically interviews you and then you give your answer. You will have at the end of an hour, maybe a little longer, but at that time you'd have one long video that an editor, not you, but you could pay somebody to edit that, that long video down into 60 short form videos. They could add captions. They can add your branding. They could even add some music. And now you would have 60 days or potentially if you, you know, posted a few every, every week, you'd have months, multiple months worth of short form videos all done in about an hour. And then yes, you'd have to pay someone to edit them for you, but that doesn't cost that much money. Like I said, in the pet boss club, our pet boss club members have support around all of this. We have our Pet Boss All-Stars that share resources and tips on how to be successful in social media, along with lots of other things. We have trainings on TikTok. We have resources on video scripts and how to make this easy. We have a resource guide on tools to help you produce video content. And just like with photos, you can put your videos into specific themes and buckets. Like maybe you create a short form video series of dogs when the blow dryer is on them in your grooming salon. And, you know, some dogs howl, some dogs hair really blow in the wind. Some dogs may bark at you and kind of snap at the hose. I mean, I could see each one of those little short form videos being really interesting and fun for people to watch. We have a client, the Green Spot in Omaha, Nebraska, and they have some self-wash tubs. And they have started making short form videos of just cleaning and rinsing the tub that is full of dog hair. So you see a dirty dog tub and then all they do is they rinse the hair away down the drain and it has gone viral. Those videos go viral for them because people, I don't know, get a sense of satisfaction of seeing a dirty tub get cleaned. Now they've made it one of the themes for the reels that they post. Maybe if you're a pet sitter and you want to make a daily reel, that's a recap of all the dogs you visited that day. So all you really need is a few seconds of each dog that you visit, maybe right when you come in the house and the dog's excited to see you. A couple seconds of each dog. At the end of the day, pull up an Instagram reel template, load in all the videos, and boom, you have a reel that you can post about a day in the life of you that day. The ideas are truly endless. There is really no reason that you need to be guessing at any of this or wondering what you should be doing. The support to help you is out there and we have it for you inside the Pet Boss Club. So I hope you join. You can learn more at PetBossClub.com. Number four on my list of must do's for your marketing in 2023 to stay relevant are that you have got to get your website up to speed. And I don't mean up to speed as in like fast. I mean, yes, it needs to be fast. It needs to be mobile friendly. Okay. I mean, everyone's on their phones and you know how many websites are still not mobile friendly or even if they are, they're just like poorly designed. You know, we saw that when we were building our Pet Boss Nation website, we built it looking through the computer browser, but then, and it looked great and it said it was mobile friendly and it technically was when we went and checked it out on our mobile phones, it technically was mobile friendly and it got reformatted, but 
so many things were out of place. So many things had to be resized. It just didn't look exactly the same. So we had to go back into the website and build almost like two separate versions because of the platform that we were using. So you really want to make sure that your website is translating how you want it to on a mobile device because first impressions are everything. They are everything. We only have a few seconds to grab somebody's attention and maybe you've spent all this time building your Google presence or showing up in SEO and you know getting in the search engines when people are looking for your services and then they click on your website and it looks like bad logos, bad coloring, bad fonts, no photos, no information. I mean, I've gone to websites before where I can't find a phone number. I can't find an address. I don't even know what these pet businesses do because it's just isn't clearly explained at all. That's a problem. That's a major, major problem. And actually, a lot of people don't even have websites. That's shocking to me because that should be one of the easiest things for you to do. Not easiest. Maybe I shouldn't say it's easiest. (laughs) And what I mean by that is it should be one of the easiest decisions for you to make. When you pick your name, you pick your social handle names, you get your URL, you buy a website domain name, and you start building a website. Okay. There's a lot of easy platforms out there that you can use like Wix. That's W-I-X. GoDaddy has a platform. Shopify makes it easy. All right. So you can DIY this on your own. They are already mobile friendly sites. I just want you to think about what information does your customer need to know about you? Okay. They need to know hours of operation. They need to know your policies. They need to know the services that you offer. They want to see photos. They want to see some testimonials so that they know they can trust you with their pet. And if this all seems overwhelming for you to build a website that's mobile friendly, then consider hiring someone to help you. It will be worth your investment. In the Pet Boss Club, we have an entire mini course on websites, uh, a full online store guide. We have a complete website checklist. There's an e-commerce checklist and there's six different video trainings about websites and driving traffic to them and what they need to help you um, find those customers and convert those customers and retain customers. And the last thing on my list to help you level up your marketing game in 2023 is to get more reviews. Okay. This is also an area where I see some pet professionals who are either nailing it or who are completely missing the mark. But when I say missing the mark, I mean like you don't have a lot of reviews. There are some pet businesses now that have multiple hundreds of reviews, almost up to a thousand reviews. And and not saying you have to go that high, but if you only have like six reviews or you have, you know, less than 20 reviews and maybe the last review is eight months old or even a year old, that's telling me that either you maybe have cut back in your business. It, te- it tells me a lot of things. I mean, I'm tell- it tells me things that are like stories I'm telling myself. They're not anything that has to do with your business, but these are the stories that consumers might tell themselves is if they see it be too long between when you've had a review, they might go, well, is this, biz- is this person still in business? And especially post-COVID, you know, so many businesses changed their models completely. I know I've seen that in my town, cut back their hours, closed, changed, did something else. And so old reviews, even if they're only six months or more past, I wonder if the business is even open. The second thing it tells me is that like, I'm like, I don't understand like why you don't have more reviews because do you just not have that many customers? Maybe, maybe you're not the best in town that I would want to bring my pet to because other 
businesses potentially in your town have focused on getting more reviews. And so they have more, which increases their average rating. So, and I'm not even looking, I don't even look at if it's a five-star or not. I actually like it if a business has like a four, you know, a four-star or between four and five. I don't go to a lot that are less than four, (laughs) but I still read those reviews just to see what the situation is. But if you don't have a perfect five, that's totally fine. And I like those businesses because it actually goes, okay, well, they're not perfect. You can't make everybody happy, you know? So reviews matter for multiple reasons. One, if you sell products online, then you absolutely need reviews on individual products, especially your best-selling products or the things you want to push. This is really important. Also, having Google reviews really, really matters. For the search engine, it tells Google that you're a relevant business. Current Google loves it when you also have frequent reviews coming in, like, you know, the fresh new reviews every month. Google also loves it when you respond to all your your reviews. And I know that it can be scary to ask for reviews. Maybe it's even weird. Or you're just nervous that like, if you start promoting that you want people to leave you reviews, that you're going to get bad reviews. But please know this, that even if you do get bad reviews, it's an opportunity for you to respond in a professional way that other people are going to see. And they might judge deciding to do business with you based on how you respond to that review. And also bad reviews are actually an opportunity for us to evaluate our business, to look at things differently and see if there is something that needs to be changed. So please don't live in the fear of a bad review. Just keep pushing forward to get more positive reviews, which will only happen if you start asking for them. Okay, so you want to add some reviews to your website, maybe even consider building a testimonial page, a whole page dedicated to case studies before and afters or success that your customers have seen with you or things that they've loved about shopping with you. That way you have one URL that you can always share and send out to anybody who's considering working with you. Then as I already mentioned, I want you to work on getting fresh new reviews So if you haven't checked in a while, go look at where your reviews are posted and see when your last review was. And then we want you to increase the amount of reviews that you have. So do you have a process for asking for these reviews? If not, then uh, let's make one, which is what we can help you with in the Pet Boss Club. That's right. Again, another reason to join the Pet Boss Club is that we have an entire mini course dedicated to customer reviews. They include Canva templates to help you share the positive reviews that you're getting, Canva templates to help you ask for reviews, whether that's on a flyer or a sign in your store or through your social media. We have guides and video trainings on how to respond to reviews, whether they're positive or negative and how to handle those. We are here to support you. I hope that you have learned something new in this episode. Really, because I, I want you to understand that there is, we're in this place of shift, of generational shift. Baby boomers and Gen X and even millennials, they've been a great group of people that have supported our businesses. But baby boomers are getting older. You'll still have your Gen Xs, but the millennial population needs your time and attention. And they're 26 to 41. And Gen Z is coming in the ranks right behind them. And for your business to survive, let's even say five years from now or less than that. I mean, we've seen technology change drastically even in the last few years. Heck, there's AI now that can write 
all your social media posts. That's right. They can, there's AI. There's a thing called chat GPT that can write blog posts for you, can write social media posts. It could write email scripts. I mean, it could do all kinds of things to save you time and help you figure out what to talk about. We've come so far in just a few years. So if we think about how much can still transform in the next one year, two years, three years, five years, are you going to be transforming with that and stepping out of your fear of using this technology? Step into showing your faces more, step into playing around with the video. Are you going to do that? Or are you going to resist it all and just hope that you'll get enough business to pay your bills? No, 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 no. We want you to be actively marketing, spending at least that 4% of your gross revenue on marketing to find new customers, to build your customer base, to be able to raise your prices, to be able to find the perfect customers that you want so that you can get paid what you deserve. That's what we want for you. We don't want you to just be breaking even. We want you to be thriving and we can help you get there in the Pet Boss Club because doing all this marketing is really not that hard to do. It's really not. We help get you on the right track. We help you stay relevant and we break it all down into simple, easy to do tasks because this really isn't that hard. Our membership fee is well worth it. No question. The tips that you're going to learn and the inspiration that you receive from our community will give you the encouragement and ability to take massive action in your marketing in 2023 to grow your business well beyond what our monthly fee is to be a Pet Boss Club member. You can learn more and join at PetBossClub.com. Guys, I'm just so honored that you are tuning into this podcast. And did you know that we've already reached the top 3% of all podcasts across the globe? It's amazing. We're climbing the charts because of our awesome listeners like you. I know there's still pet professionals out there who need to hear all of our doggone good tips shared on this show. Can you help us find them? You know, how you do that is that when you click to follow the podcast, or the more you download different episodes, or if you choose to leave us a review, those things will help the podcast get pushed out into the world so that more people who need to hear this will find it. Thanks so much for your support. And until we talk next week, stay focused, stay motivated, and go boss your business.